everyone and welcome back to the between realities vr podcast here on your favorite channel on youtube between realities how the hell you doing my name is alex vr i am one of the hosts of this magnificent and fantastic broadcast being brought to you live from the between reality spaceship flying around outer space and i am joined here with my co-host skiva what's up buddy dude how's it going dude great Awesome, awesome. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Lots, of, lots of good shit going on in the VR space. Lots of good games, lots of good hardware, lots going on. So I am stoked as always. There is no shortage of shit to talk about, is nope, there? There is not. There isn't. And, you know, that's a good thing and a bad thing, right? Because sometimes you can go on and on and on for like an hour or two about just like one oh, thing. Yeah. You know, like we've got a couple topics today that I think we can expand on dramatically. Yeah. You know? We yep. can't keep everybody here today, right? Uh, all day, because people got places to go, things to do. You know? I suppose, but what's more important than VR? <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> that's a good question. And, what I, and honestly, there's nothing more important to me than the people who are here with us right yes. now, live in our chat. Hello, thank you guys for joining us here in the live broadcast. As you can see, we are live, right? We're going to talk a little bit about that here in a second, but first, we need to say hello. So, hello, everyone. It's good to see you. Dude, he does. I feel like he's uh, he was like ready since yesterday for the show to start. <laughs> Good old Dude. Thanks for being you, here, bro. buddy. Thanks for being here, man. Turns out he's a bass player just like me from back oh, in the day. Oh, nice. We'll talk more about music nice. in the future, dude. Mike Newton. What's up, man? Mike Newton's here. We've got Ender1558 summoned by Z-Storm. Who the hell is Z-Storm? We'll find out here really, really soon. <laughs> FSO net. Uh oh, didn't realize what time it was. You're gonna have to tune in from the car on the way home. Don't be watching this shit while you're driving, man. Yeah. Right? That's not safe. You yep. can listen though. You can listen, absolutely. <laughs> Short stack VR is here. What's up? VR Sports Havoc. Dude, okay, what the hell? VR Sports Havoc dropping Esports Havoc? Right? VR Sports Havoc. Oh, okay, cool. Dropping multiple multiple um super chats. Before the show even starts. Wow. Thank you so much. We have Thank you. three $5 Super Chats coming in before the show even started. Give them the celebration button of, of happiness. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> we we got to make that more hype. Like get like a strobe or something. Like <laughs> but thank you so much for your generous, uh, generous donations. And thank you for being here uh, live on the broadcast today. It means a lot to us. Um. Dentora is here. Space Denizen, as always, is here. What's, what's up? up, man? Ooh, beer and headshots. Yeah, what's up, you. dude? Loving the content nice. from beer and headshots yep. lately. Please keep it up. For sure. Biohazard. Dude. Oh, what's up? Jake, buddy? man. I can't wait to talk more. I cannot wait. We're going to have him on the show one of these days, dude. Yep. Awesome guy. Yep. Sweaty Nugget JJ's here. What's Yo. up, Sweaty? Chroma Snare. Yo. What's up? What's going on? Um, sadly, it's Bradley here in time catching it. Dude, by the way, we Sadly, saw the shout-out of us shouting you out from the shirt. Skiva was, like, watching your live stream. He's like, yo, man, Bradley, just noticed uh, you were wearing the shirt on our show, blah, blah, blah. So thanks for having um, – Thanks for all that show. you do for VR, Bradley. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That was uh, an easy decision to make. It was picking up that Sadly It's Bradley t-shirt. And I encourage you all to um, pick up merchandise from any of these VR content creators because it supports them. Heck yeah. And it, like – 
puts it out there. It's yep. like, boom, here they are. You know, shows your support. People are like, oh, what's this T-shirt? Bam. You're like spreading the word of the community. It's good and shit. And is this a, a fourth, I believe, a fourth super chat from uh, VR Sports Havoc? Dude, thank you. What? Thank you so thank you. much. Thank you. I'll be able to eat not ramen tonight. Thank you. Oh, dude, VR Central <laughs> in the house with a $5 super chat, too. Oh, What's thanks, up, man. Wise Director? Thank Wise you Director, thank you so much. Let's get some more confetti for that. Right. DSOW Anna, hello. Shortstack German Rifter, what's up, dude? Get to the dude, chop Daniel, what Holy shit. Man, are we going to get to the show, or are we just going to like keep talking to There's just everybody? too many awesome people in chat. I just want to like have everyone on right I now. Know, let's, dude. let's party on the Between Reality ship. Let's do this. We got Paradise Decay here. Yo, P. Diddy. Make sure, okay, yeah, we're good, doing good. I thought the broadcast there was uh, slowing down on us. Texas Green Tea is here. Oh, my God. What's up? Heat wow. off in the house. Sampler 19 in the house. Monkalicious also here. The Bearded Bard from one What's of our up? favorite, favorite publications, VR Trend Magazine. Heck yeah. Heck oh my yeah. Gosh. Thank you guys all so much for being here. And um, give musical, thank you as well. And we love you all. And um, Holy shit. Heck we yeah. have a guest today, right? We do. We do. <laughs> we do. Um, so guest, many in chat, but I like, I guess we have one right we here get as him well. in here. He deserves to be a part of this at this I point, suppose. I suppose. You know, he's a part of the <laughs> VR community. He's definitely nudged his way in. Um, you know, I, I say in the, in the show's description today that streaming VR is not for the faint of heart. And it's really not. You know, like, it's a pain in the ass. It's hard. Just to get a stream up and running and, like, have it look good. It's a whole nother thing to make it engaging and unique and to kind of, like, create your own space and create your own feeling and vibe. And this guy who's joining us today has done just that. And uh, we're super, super stoked to have him on the show. Everybody, please welcome to Between Realities, Z-Storm Gaming. (laughs) What's up, Z? What is up, my dude? Oh, my video froze. Is, oh, there you are. Going? What's up, buddy? How are oh, you, oh, oh, man? Oh. That was so beautiful. Dude, I'm doing fantastic. How are y'all doing today? Dude, Great. We're doing so good. Great. Man. Thank you for joining yes. us. Thank you for serenading us with the auto tune. <laughs> Definitely one of my favorite parts about watching his E-Storm stream. Um, <laughs> yo, and thank you also to German Rifter with the five pound super chat. Yeah, buddy. Gotta keep this going. <laughs> Got that tip train going. Doesn't we actually even have an air horn? <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Alex always has to hit all the buttons before he finds the one he needs. Uh, <laughs> I suck at that. I suck at that. I'm not going to lie. Mepper. What's up, Mepper? Good to see you. What's ya. happening, oh, Mepper? Oh, and Texas Green Tea upgrading the ramen to a spicy ramen with a $10 what? super chat. What? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys so uh, much. Yeah. We love you guys so much, man. Yeah, we really it's do. not just because you shower us with money, but we genuinely love you. <laughs> but by all means, shower us with money. Yes. 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 Please. We do yes. enjoy that. <laughs> Z-Storm. <laughs> man, dude. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Been having a good week or what? I'm having a fantastic week. Uh, absolutely insane week for VR, in my opinion. There's been a lot of fun stuff that's... Uh, come out this week uh you know we got unplugged resident evil uh did resident evil last night that was a ton of fun way better than i expected yep yep um uh the vario uh headset two thousand dollar prosumer headset we yep. had the was the flow this week was that last week i'm gonna call it this that's, week yeah let's yeah. call it uh, yeah i mean it was last week last but week. yeah 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 i mean there's just yeah. so much going on it's, it's absolutely insane i mean this space is 
friggin' on fire right now. I love it. Mm -hmm. And love you it. know, the, uh, the Lynx headset, right? Which we talked about last week, yes. planning on being in France to go see, as you yeah, can see, we are not, not in fucking France. So <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah, no, it okay. didn't. It didn't. But we still, we still are very excited about this headset. And, and I do, um, also want to, um, let you guys know the Kickstarter is still going on. The 17 days to go. They've absolutely crushed their goal, right? They're at $619,000 right now. Um, people are excited for this, man. This headset's going to rock. It's going it to rock. Been, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Jasmine, it's good to see you. Thanks for being here. VR with Jasmine What's has up, uh, Jas? just joined us. Um, yeah, and it would have been great to see it. And it I was been. pretty excited to see it, I too. I was, too. And um, if we can speak candidly about it just for a minute, right? Because I think... It should we should right? I'm I always am talking sure. about authenticity here on the show, and I think it's important to keep it real. Um, we the, we got the offer, and of course, an offer like that is fucking crazy, right? Hey, do you want to come to France? You want to have an international flight to a vacation destination to come check out a brand new VR headset, your very favorite thing in the world? It's a very exciting thing, you know. And we tried really hard not to get too stoked about it because we knew there was a damn good chance that maybe something would fall through, right? There might yeah. be an issue or a problem or whatever. So um, we were quite diligent about doing everything that we needed to do to make sure that we were uh, ready to go. And we tried very hard to get some movement on the on Lynx's part. You know, like mm -hmm. we had reservations for the flights and all this shit. It was all lined up. We just needed them to like sign the fucking dotted line yeah and we couldn't get any correspondence for like a week and a half you know like it was longer than that yeah but, uh, but they were busy they got a lot going on i get it i get it maybe and you I, know and i'm and i'm you know i i get it too but at the same time you're like yo you're coming out don't worry right. about it yep you're good and I we've agree. like we set the time aside you know yeah, what I good mean? time like, off on found a place exactly. for my kid to go while we've been gone for sure exactly for sure so definitely a huge fucking bummer now i guess the that there is an option that we might be able to do this in the future, mm -hmm. right? They said, hey, listen, we'd love to have you out in the future. We just and we're gonna we send waited you headsets way too fucking so can, long, yeah. which sounds cool. I'll take yeah. a headset, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, yeah, we waited too long. And we knew they were waiting too long. We're like watching the plate, the prices of the plane tickets go up every day. And we're like, uh, what the fuck? Are they going to buy these things or what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So anyway, there was definitely some mis um, some lack of communication that happened that, ul that ultimately prevented them in this not ha happening for us. Us. Um, bummer, yes. Catastrophic, no. You know, like we might end up with a free links out of the situation, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. things could be worse. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are not chilling under the Eiffel Tower sipping on some French coffee, though, which mm -hmm. is a bummer. But uh, but whatever, man. You know, this shit happens. Mm -hmm. It's it's a business that gets stuff going on. Uh, we're not going to harp on it. But yeah, it's good to just let people know why we are here and not pre-recording. So. Right. Yes, which, of yeah. course, we always prefer to do yep. a live show when we can. For sure. And, you know, I, I feel like since we are on yes. the subject of uh, of Kickstarters, I thought I had this up right now. If you guys go into the description of our chat, and I'm actually going to do the same thing, there is a link for the Kickstarter for VR Trend Magazine. And I bring this up because we really and truly, like, I... I I want people to sign up for this. Like, I really do. This is, I love VR Trend Magazine so much, 
right? I really do. And I want to see these guys succeed. What they do is so special. They make incredible magazines that are like super thick and beautiful, beautiful colors. And the, and the, uh, the print, everything is just phenomenal about this magazine. And I really want with just, uh, you know, if I could ask for this for Christmas, I would please go on here and, um, and support this Kickstarter because we want these guys to be able to improve and continue growing and doing the things that they need to do to bring us this awesome stuff. Yeah. 23 days to go on the VR trend Kickstarter. And yep. honestly, if we're going to continue to speak candidly, it's not been going the way that we want to see. Right. I mean, I would go. love to have seen this already reach its goal. Right. Right. But there is still time. Everyone hop on there. Do your thing. Uh, got the issue, the um, one-year anniversary issue in my hands right now, and it is absolutely gorgeous. And there's just articles in here from so many different people that you know. Oh, look at that. It flipped right open to my article. <laughs> Weird. <Ba-boom>, skis, <laughs> right? <laughs> Z, I remember stuff. seeing a, uh, like a little feature about you in one of those magazines. Did you yes, see that? This one. This one right here. I got, oh, I got hold on. It. Dude, right, you're right fucking my, frozen. Right. Oh, damn it. Why do we, our Discord's been what? freezing up lately? Hold on a second. It's not you, it's us. <laughs> it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not you, it's us. Yeah. Well, well, at least it's a good picture of you. You're, oh. you're frozen on a really nice, <laughs> on a really nice I, little screen cap there. <laughs> I went through the whole time you guys were talking. I gra- I went over, grabbed a VR Trend magazine, and I flipped each through each page as you were talking. Wow. Oh, dang it. <laughs> oh, man. How do we Here, fix this? Do I need to reset? Hang on, hang on. Let me try. Let me tr- oh, you want me to reset my camera real quick? Oh, oh there we go. You. We there we go. You. you are back. I'm back. back in purple. All right. Uh, All right. So what I, what I this is what I did. I was like, wow. Wow, man. We wow. missed it. Wow. <laughs> going, yeah, going through it. We don't the deserve the poster that came in it. Uh, fantastic with with last month, uh, last month's issue, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, that was last that, month's poster. Yeah, but yeah, great yes. game, great posters that come in these things. Yes, and then right here, it was the VR streamers of Twitch. We have we got Jansen, Helix, uh, Gingas, Croy, and Z Storm. All awesome people, man. Man, I such it. good stuff. Boom. But so, we we got to get this funded, man. We got to like, please go on there. If there's anything, maybe hold on to your super chats and put it towards this Kickstarter um, instead. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, let's come to conclusions. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We love the magazine, of course. We um, are contributors, and uh, we want it to do well. So please support this project. Yes. Um, so before we get into any uh, any of these topics, right, which, you know, I think are meaty and juicy and we can probably go around for a little bit, um, yeah. I want to learn a little bit more about Z-Storm, you know, like the, the man sitting there in, in the whole getup, you know, Me? he's got the purple suit, you know, I've never seen him without a B-Haptics vest on, which of course, you know, I love, like I'm a huge, huge uh, B-Haptics guy, weird, I know, but oh. I am, and you look fantastic in it. Um, Thank you. You know, we said that VR streaming is not for the faint of heart. Would you agree? You know, do you find it as a, do you find it strenuous? Have you found a way to make it smooth? You know, what do you think? Uh, yeah, so it was, it started off as being not as hard as I thought it would be at first when I had my Quest 2 for streaming. Um, I was using a link cable and everything for PC VR, but I was having a lot of issues with my link cable and it finally just started getting worse and worse and worse with Oculus updates. And it came to the point where, everything was breaking every stream and I was getting very upset, not being the person that I wanted to be on stream. Uh, eventually just said, 
done with the quest for streaming like that it's very hard you can't see chat on your hand if you have the chat thing set up and everything so communicating obviously a big part of streaming is to be able to communicate with your chat if you're not communicating with your chat and communicating with everybody around you you're not keeping people you know entertain interacting and it's just you know it's not i, I don't want to go in and necessarily watch a live stream on on twitch or something and the person's saying absolutely nothing that's just not for me uh, so I upgraded to the Valve Index and awesome, awesome headset. Terrible controllers, in my opinion. Uh, they break <laughs> if you breathe on them wrong. Uh, <laughs> yes, but that, that I'll agree with you there. A huge, a huge lifesaver. Um, and there's there's all sorts of things that you can do in the space. There's a lot of programs that are made. You, you know, you have uh, access or you know access overlay, the toolkit things like that and steam just added things in where you can pin windows to your hands in the air and everything will will uh, gaming which makes streaming way easier but it is definitely not something that is for everybody especially a lot of games where you have to stand for many hours i see right. some people say like they could only stream for you know two three hours like a normal thing. So when i would stream population one the minimum would be a seven hour stream wow um, when I was doing Zenith, uh, every single Zenith stream during the alpha was a 12-hour to 19-hour stream. You're uh, an animal. So I was standing <laughs> the whole time. You got to make sure that your legs are ready. I put gym mats all across my floor in here so I don't have to stand on the actual floor itself, uh, which helps a lot. It takes a lot of mm -hmm. that stress off. And those mats, people, no matter how much of a VR enthusiast you are, no matter how much experience you have, a mat, a little circle mat, or a little riser for your feet. Your body instinctively knows where to stop touching mm -hmm. the edges. It's such a game changer when it comes to streaming and keeps you where you need to be for your camera. So you've been at it for about a year, right? I think that's what you said in your most recent tweet. You've about, been almost a year. Almost, almost a year. I think we're. I think it's ten months right now. Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing content creation since 2013, uh, off and on. I have live streamed in. 2015 a little bit but nothing like actually going at it and that wasn't vr stuff obviously um but actually committing to it and going at it has started uh in yeah november november december of last year mm -hmm. do you ever have days where you're like looking at the whole setup and you're like oh my god <laughs> like i'm gonna stream like i want to stream but like fuck i gotta like all right, here we go. Like, why? Like, oh man. Like, do you have days like that, or are you like, are you like still getting excited every time you're getting up, getting up and running? I am. I get excited every time I go. There's, there's the only times that I've ever been like, oh, here we go. Is the week of Zenith where I did, you know, fourteen hour, fourteen hour, fourteen hour, fourteen hour, and on the seventh day, I'm like, I am dead. I shouldn't be here. I need to sleep. That's the only time I've ever been, you know, not ready to go. I went ahead and took all my programs, all 20 programs that I need to open at once, programmed them to one button on my computer, pressed the macro, opens all the programs at once. And so it takes so much stress out of setting up. You know, once I got this set up one and done, it's pretty much push of a button and you're ready to go. Mm -hmm. So I want to know a little so, bit more about like how you got into it, you know, like because... I mean, I can really only speak for myself, I guess, but like I remember pretty clearly when I like was like, I'm gonna do something, like I'm gonna get a camera, you know, like I'm gonna like make <laughs> content, you know, like when did you realize like that this was something that you had to be a part of? Um, so 
content creation i've always i've always tobuscus was my original inspiration some people here who know know who toby uh toby turner tobuscus is he's my original inspiration for wanting to do youtube um like i said a lot of that had died down for a little bit i started up youtube with a car channel building my miata the joker miata which fits my theme of purple and green stopped with that um because honestly i made i didn't make any money off of it and i dumped a ton of money into it wasn't good and then i started i was like i'm just gonna play population one population one came out and i loved it so much and i was like you know what i just want to make funny moments videos for youtube and i'll upload them if like if i want to and so i started playing the game and i was like well if i'm gonna be playing a recording why don't i just live stream it i was like yeah i'll just do that and so i just started live streaming it and didn't promote didn't advertise nothing like that started bringing in some people that started caring and i was like and then I made the funny moments video from the clips and everything from Twitch. And I was like, you know what, maybe I could start doing this more. And then it just started slowly progressing. And then I decided to reach out and talk to everybody, you know, as far as it goes to just meeting people, meeting, you know, uh, I remember first time reaching out to be haptics to talk to everybody at first, the first be haptics thing I, I saw was yours, uh, Alex, about half half-life, uh, half-life Alex. And then I went ahead and ordered this on the day the pre-order the morning the pre-orders launched for the x40 nice. uh and that's kind of where everything took off from the day i ordered this x40 forward it Dude, just kept pushing and going you get a haptic vest and all of a sudden like <laughs> it's like <laughs> it really is like the it's like you're official now you know like <laughs> it goes up and you're like okay yeah like an immersion overload put man. me in front of the camera yeah. like, make, <laughs> like let me get as involved as possible <laughs> That's true awesome. yeah. um yeah the... so well that's pretty awesome man and uh also tell us about the name z storm gaming right like did you have you always gone gone by z storm or is that like a new vr personality um the uh the z storm name that's kind of something that i went after when it was it was like 2013 time um and it just kind of it just kind of stuck with me since then um, just because my name's Zach and one of my friends had said uh, his like nickname back when we were kids was like R Storm type of thing. So we kind of combined it then and it just it was me as Z Storm, him as R Storm. And then we just kind of nice. went from there and then I just added games onto it. And yeah, that's that's where it went from there. There you go. And since then, you've been gaming hard. And like you said, you've really um, done quite a bit of Population 1. And I got to be honest, dude, yes. um, I was hanging out with some family over the weekend and uh, they were they had this playlist of goofy ass songs on there and uh, riding solo came on. And I'll be damned if I didn't hear <laughs> your ass singing those fucking lyrics when I was hearing that. Like I like yeah, he's got the playing solos. So if you're if you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about right now, Z Storm did a parody song of riding solo, which is a popular i don't know like r&b rap by, I don't know what it is. by jason jason derulo the, the normal songs right yeah riding solo by riding jason derulo solo. i'm riding solo i'm riding solo, solo. <laughs> well this yeah. motherfucker makes a playing solo song is like for population one and all the lyrics are about the game and it's super goofy and dude the production quality of it is pretty fucking good like 
I when I heard the real version, I couldn't believe how close it was to the version that I've been listening to of yours. Cause, I mean, I don't listen to that song normally, you know. So I'm like, I've heard <laughs> yours like a bunch of times, and then I hear the original, and I couldn't believe how fucking close it was. So you did a pretty good job with that one, man. And I know I told you earlier, Z Storm was asking me what I thought about it. I was like, man, this is cringy. Straight, <laughs> <laughs> straight up. In uh, I, I'm glad I never sent you the original, original version. I sent like two people the first one I tried ever doing and I went back to like talk to them again and I saw it and I went why why oh oh, someone followed I said why why did I ever make this like it was so bad it was so bad so I definitely have to (laughs) owe it a lot to you know my producer uh, Ryan who helped me a lot and we have more songs in the works still I just have to find time to actually work on them um but the next song that I'm doing is a parody song for Zenith. So once nice. we get a little bit farther along with that, uh, I'll be able to cool. put some a little bit more stuff out there about that. Dude, cool. I liked it. Like, it, I I would have like probably thrown the brakes on it if you would have given me more input. But when I saw the finished product and I heard the finished song, I was like, you know what? Fucking good job. Like, this is pretty good, man. It's pretty funny. <laughs> like, the quality is good. I think it's hilarious. It's good. <laughs> go go check it out, guys. It's it's pretty funny, man. It's pretty funny. And, and what great timing to talk about this, right? Because Population One is finally doing solos. Are you so excited? Like, what? Dude, I, I am super, I'm super excited. Um, it's, it's hilarious because with it, with it being a parody, um, Big Box can't necessarily share it around, but they talked to me about how everybody that is in the office and everything, um, they're just how, how they were playing it on the loudspeakers in the office and everybody was nice, popping to it dude. in the office. And I'm like, this is awesome. And Eric, uh, Eric for president, we, we know Eric for president, he reached out to me and he was talking to me about, he's like, dude, your song is awesome. He reached out to me and said that. And I thought it was, it was really cool. Really cool to have that. Now we have night mode again, which is, a, I loved night mode. So we'll have night mode and solos. So I am so ready to play that. And the one year anniversary as of today. It's, it's, yeah. it's wild. People that, have been asking yeah. for, for solos for since the very beginning, right? Because population one, right? One meaning, meaning yeah. one person. <laughs> right. So you would think it would have been, you know, yeah, in the that original was the robot. joke for like the first month. It, it was, was like, is it population three or what the fuck? <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, it's population one. So that's really awesome. And Hey, we got a couple of people joining us in chat here. Uh, Preminus is here. Yo, yo, AJ is here. Uh, gamer tag VR sliding in. Uh, What's homie. up Good everyone? To see you, man. Noxide as well. Um, oh, and there's a little mepper. Got to say hello to a little What's mepper up? cruising into the show. So thank you guys for joining us as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you haven't been in Population One lately, uh, it's not just the solos thing, right? You're, it's all spooky. There's like um, there's like ghosts hiding places and you can you can find the ghosts and collect uh, skins and gun skins and all kinds of cool stuff. They have this this new feature now where you can, if you're dead, you can kind of sneak up to someone as a ghost on the enemy team and hit a button and it goes boo. And it's like audible to the other people. <laughs> nice. And it kind of freaks, it freaks people out. It's real fun, man. It's super cool. I love the things they're doing in there. Um, it's it's great for Halloween. It's ultra freaky. There's decorations everywhere and pentagrams and scary shit. And, Dude, uh, their pace, their pacing is just fucking 
it's perfect. Great. Like great. they are so good with the content releases. Yeah. Like just perfect timing in my opinion. I mean, this like slow trickle of content, just enough changes to keep you interested, but not enough never changes gets stale. to mix it up too much. And, it never gets stale. Every time awesome. I've been playing this game since well before its release, and I and I you know I'm not granted I'm not like in it like I used to be, but I'm oh, I'm still in here like at least once a week. I mean, how many games can you say that about that have been out for years and you're still visiting them every mm-hmm. week? Like, mm-hmm. good game. Fantastic game. There's, good job, Big Box. There's definitely not a single game that I still go and visit regularly besides Population 1. After 600 hours in a game, most games, I've they've, they've been long gone or I'll, like, play them for, like, three months and then I'm just it's dead for forever. Mm-hmm. You know, the Population 1 just keeps you coming back. It does. It it it, and it doesn't get like you don't go back in there and go, oh, this again. Uh, okay, I'll play with my friends. It's like, oh, look at that. Oh, cool. They changed that. Oh, check this out. Oh, there's this new sword. Or there's this new weapon. Like they just, oh, they just crash it, man. The They're physics, doing so good. The, the game, like the 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 meat and potatoes, like the skeleton. I don't know the both. All like the the root <laughs> of it. You know, like what it's made out of is so fucking good. Yeah. Just the the physics engine, the way the weapons work, like it's all so awesome. And then you can just see that they know that, and then they just play with everything else. They're like, okay, let's just put them in different size teams, or let's just change the map over here. Let's just do that. But they know that the formula that drives it all is just awesome. And um, I'm glad that we have this game. Oh, me too, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't see a day where I'm not playing this. I mean, maybe after Population 1 Part 2 comes out. What would they even call that? Population oh. 2. Yeah, Dumb. right. Yes. <laughs> so, so when does the solos thing start? Um, the 27th. Mm. The 27th 27th. is when it starts. I imagine uh, you're going to be just like, you got, I mean, you got to do that like every day, right? Like, <laughs> you know, like make yeah. a big deal out of Playing it. Playing solos. We, we got a cool, we have a cool thing coming up for it on the on the 27th there's going to be a little bit of a something coming up on the 27th so stay tuned for that it's going to be it's going to be uh a good a good time on the 27th something, something. I, I just i just want to hear already <laughs> and, and it's already the night mode stuff's already there the halloween stuff's already there um so don't feel like there's you know nothing until next week because they're trickling in all this holiday stuff too mm-hmm. so and they're not the only one I feel like everyone's like jumping on the holiday on like the Halloween thing, man. Like, I just well, Halloween's saw, awesome. I saw a teaser today for Beat Saber. They like showed this like little clip of like a hand coming out of the ground. It almost looked like it's oh. a different environment. Like oh, maybe they really? they might drop a free song or something like that. Yeah, that was like I don't know, maybe a couple hours ago that they dropped that. Oh wow, Spook Saber. Huh. Let's yep. go, yeah. Spook Saber. <laughs> dude, the tweet even had something goofy like that in it. It was like yes. this is on, something just this like is on that. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Pull it up. Let's see. Right. I might try to find it while you guys while mm-hmm. you guys talk. Yeah, because I mean, I you know I know that like a lot of people just like they played Beat Saber when they started and then they kept moving. But for me, like Beat Saber really is just like I don't know, it's like a part of my life. You know, like. I think that's one of I think that's my go like my my I always come back to a game like mm-hmm. Beat Saber just feels way too good and yeah here's the little clip Oops. right here see look at that hold on hold on I don't have it oh you don't have it pulling up let's stick that on here there you go yeah pull this shit up so this, see what does it say are you ready for a spooky beat <laughs> like full screen I don't know what happens here hold on a second are you, are you ready for a spooky beat <laughs> I love that. So there's not much to see here, honestly, and um, that's all 
framed all out of whack. Anyway. Yeah, it is. It is. But it's, it's basically <laughs> just a mo- the model of a hand coming out of the ground like a zombie and a little bit of a strobe. So to me, that looks like an environment, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're dropping some kind of like free spooky do spooky doopy trap spooky dookies trap track <laughs> spooky dookies <laughs> spooky dookies <laughs> well that's cool man i love Dude. halloween and i love seeing all these games kind of incorporating this stuff cuz you know you start you, you start with halloween and you get thanksgiving and then and christmas and you know it's this whole dominoes effect of, of holidays i love this time of the year yeah. it's so much you know it's not stale like the rest of the year right <laughs> plus it's october nice we have and... everything going on in vr it's amazing so spookiness did you guys get a little spooked playing uh resident evil at all or what oh. you know i feel like it's about time we we talk we talk about this I game because so. this is a pretty big deal and i don't know who should go first we should talk first oh <laughs> <laughs> How about our guest? Let's give our right, guest uh, so, the honors. Z, let's let's get some of your yes. thoughts. Right, Resident Evil Seven. We assume you played it. Resident Evil. I'm sorry, Resident four, Evil four. 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 Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I played it. I played it yesterday. Um, spoilers? We it Are we talking spoilers here or no? Uh, I'm I'm about three three hours in, so we, we let's we let's, can av- go... let's avoid story spoilers if we can here. Cool. Okay. Okay. I'll avoid story spoilers. Um. So about about three hours. Or I, I played it for about three hours. Um. I have played Resident Evil Four. First time I ever played it was on the Wii. I didn't play it all the way through. I played probably a couple hours of it when it was in the middle of the of the game at my friend's house. So I kind of knew what it was supposed to be like. Um. But going into it. I, I've played other ports, you know, into VR. We have Borderlands 2 as a port into VR. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys might know of some other suggestions of, of games from, from console that have been ported to VR. But going in there, I personally felt that there were so many options for customization for to, to fit whether you want to be fully immersed or whether you just want it to be all comfort settings. Um, and it was... It was really good. It felt so good with, with like your pistol, like popping the mag out, throwing throwing the pistol, flipping it up, catching it, and then sliding another mag in it. You know, having having the knife on you and being able to like walk up to bear traps and like tap it with your knife and set the bear trap off. Um, the, the, there is you know a little a little bit of things where people were complaining about the uh, like the cutscenes, um, whereas like when you would go into a cutscene, it would bring a flat panel in front of you and you'd be standing in a room and that didn't affect me that much and i guess maybe that's because i played doom 3 when they added you know the full motion controls in the in the doom 3 mod also did that every time you you went into something so Um, so real quick it used to do that Dr. Beef's port does not do that. It now puts you like you're standing there inside of the cutscene, um, and it doesn't oh, okay. bring up those those flat things anymore. And and you know, but but go on because I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about but that. Now, yeah, I, okay. we'll wait then. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, you know, it, it's a it's a good thing that you mentioned that because you know what, I, I'm a little wrong because for part of it it was like that, but the other ones in it it did it did put you in it. I didn't play Dr. Beef's. I played the one that was on. The PC that was mm-hmm. out before Doctor like Beast, VFR, no, that's um, the PSVR. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that one kind of it took you, and yeah, you were still in there, but it like turned the camera all weird, and I don't ever feel motion sick, but the way it swung you around in there, that made me feel a little bit motion sick. So I guess I I didn't have anything a, a lot against the flat panels, but going into more of the mechanics of the game, like I thought a lot of the you know opening the cabinets. Um, you know, like shooting like medallions off the walls, um, being able to shoot people's 
like feet as they're running at you and they'll fall on the ground and then you can take the knife and stab them type of thing. It all felt, and, and, and speaking of how smooth it ran, I have never played a native quest game that's ran with a more consistent frame rate than than this port like it, it there was no stutter no hiccup while i was streaming it to my computer um and, and the and the battery life the quest lasted a long time playing it intensely the whole time without any battery st- or without any battery pack connected so i was i was very impressed very immersed um i love it i absolutely i i adore it nice so far nice what do you think skiva so, so I am currently um, six hours into this game, and uh, I'm really, really enjoying my time. I do have some, some, you know, kind of all over the place thoughts about this game, though, right? So, I feel like um, this game is runs very, very well. It's very smooth. The VR interactions that they implemented into this game are pretty good. Um, I don't like the quick time motions where like all of a sudden happens and something happens and all of a sudden you get to swing your controllers like crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, like I, I'm not a fan of that part, but like all of the gun mechanics, it, it all feels really good. The textures are super high quality. It's very, um, the anti, the anti-aliasing is great. You don't see any jagged edges. Uh, everything seems really nice, but there are some caveats to this, right? This is a 2005 original release on GameCube game. <laughs> that and is insane. I know. Isn't that crazy? Isn't <laughs> yeah. that crazy? It's crazy? And now it's in virtual reality. Who would have thought? But this game, um, I feel like it, it, it does show its age a little bit. And it is what it is, right? But I, I think this game is the best if you have nostalgia tied to it. So if you are one of those people, and this used to be like the definitive Resident Evil game. This was so many people's first game that really grabbed them and and gave them these fantastic moments and maybe turned these people into gamers to begin with, right? Mm -hmm. This is like a game that that people hold in a very, very high regard. So, you know, and and respectfully so, it's a very, very good game. Well, and one thing that's interesting to mention here is that one of the things that, I forget who it was that mentioned this to us recently but they're talking about the resident evil 4 and how mm. it was like the first game to implement that like third person over the shoulder perspective which was revolutionary at the time and now a lot of games have adopted but that actually does not that's completely irrelevant it's gone in mm-hmm. a vr port mm-hmm. you know you know there's a lot of things that are gone right so i guess uh i remember when when this game first came out i bought it and then I, I played the first level and I stopped playing it because I thought the controls were horrible. There was no strafing, right? Anytime you went to shoot, Leon would stop in his tracks. You couldn't move around and shoot. There was a lot of things that bothered right. me about the game and it, it turned me off from the game. So I, I only played the first level, right? And then I put it down and I never played it again. Um, but now I'm six hours into this game. And I have to say, I feel like if, if you are... A Resident Evil 4 super fan, this game is going to make you gush, man. This, you're going to love this game, right? But if you are a, a younger person that has never played a Resident Evil game, has never played a Resident Evil 4, you're going to go into this and you're going to be like, what? what is this? This, is, this feels like... It feels like an old game, kind of. You know what I mean? And it, and it is, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like Dr. Beef, with his Doom 3 ports and his Return of Castle Wolfenstein... 
almost did a better job. I, I'm going to get crucified for this. I know it. I know because because I'm not saying anything bad about Resident Evil Four. Like I am really truly enjoying my time in this game. And when this podcast's over, I'm going to be back in there. Right. Right. So so remember that. Right. But at the same time, uh, Doctor Beef was able to accomplish some amazing things in his ports. And he only did it for donations, right? In some of the games, like Doom 3, you can get for like $4, right? And mm -hmm. put, you know, just add the WAD file in there, and all of a sudden you have the entire game in VR. Uh, you have uh, Quake, Quake 2, Doom 1, 2, 3, uh, Return of Castle Wolfenstein, all these games, Half-Life, the original, and he did such a good job. So to me, it's, it's a little strange that there's a $40 price tag on this. I feel like the $40 price tag is just on hype alone this and on where, people's love for resident evil 4 this is where i jump in okay so first of all <laughs> i totally see what you're saying about these dr beef ports i mm -hmm. love them and and doom 3 and return to castle wolfenstein on the quest will forever be undervalued and appreciated yes. like they are so fucking good that like people don't realize how good they are and yeah. that you need to go and play it. Like if you have not so played good. doom three or return to castle Wolfenstein on the quest, uh, you're, you're fucking up, especially because they native have native haptic, haptic integration. Native yes. Be haptic support. With the haptics is fucking awesome. It's so good. So anyway, so good. they are really, really good. That said, I, the, he wasn't paid to make them and therefore you have to forgive a certain amount of jank that you will encounter when you're playing those ports. I didn't see any amount of jank at all. Even though there was some immersion breaking moments and some stuff that I didn't like or appreciate. Some. <laughs> it's like every two seconds. Jank here. is not the word I would use. <laughs> I, right. Not janky. Very not smooth. Not even close to janky. Nope. So there's some jank that I forgive with the Dr. Beef ports because A, it's free. B, it's a passion project. C, I didn't pay $40 for it. Um, Resident Evil. Very, very smooth, very, very polished. Now, the first thing I want to say about Resident Evil is that when I saw it in my quest library, I had a moment of like, whoa, Resident Evil 4 like yeah. on my quest. Big deal. Big you deal. know, like mm -hmm. that's a huge, important game. And there it yep. is right there in my library. So when I saw it there, I was like, wow, this is a big moment. You know, like this is a huge IP and it's great to see a resident, a true Resident Evil game sitting there in my quest library. And when I fired it up and I saw the Capcom logo in the beautiful yeah. yellow and blue shine up in my quest, it was like, Capcom, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I'm so used to seeing <laughs> these, like, these studios that I'm being introduced to. Not a, a, a tried and true company that I've loved for years. You know what I mean? So to see that Capcom logo in my quest was another moment. Just mm -hmm. seeing those two images for me was actually pretty awesome. And the first thing I noticed when I loaded into the game was how fucking good it looked. Like, I looked around in that, like, first, um, it's like oh, a cathedral or something, yeah. and it's like, wow. Yeah. Like, this is one of the best-looking things I've yeah. ever seen on the Quest 2. So it looks amazing. To Z's, to Z Storm's point, it runs amazing. And um, it, I saw very little jank. Now, to your point, Skiva, there was a lot of immersion breaking. And it's interesting because it almost seems like the moments in which they were, were like, they were like cut for time or something like that, you know, because mm -hmm. they managed to make some other parts of the game that you would think would have to abide by the same rules flow and work really, really nicely. Yeah. You know, like 
when you check a uh, like some of the cabinets open, you know, like before, I'm sure that was a cutscene, right? Like Leon going down, you know, you don't yeah. like reach in with your hands and open those cabinets. So they like made some of the interactions VR interactions and some of them not. And I didn't realize it took me a while to realize how important kicking is, you know, like you blast them a couple of times and then you kick them and yep. like. Every time you kick And you can do damage to multiple enemies with that kick, too, and they all go flying back. If there's a whole group of people, it's a good, it's a good strategy it's to get them off your back. It's weird, though, dude. It is. It is weird. Yep. Like, it's like this split second of, like, a cutscene of him doing it, and, like, it was like, but, man, you can't But it's not 2D, way? either. Like, like, you go back behind Leon for a second, and he does the, the spin kick, right? So you, there's, a, there's the mixture of pulling back and being in that third person perspective and then constantly being shoved into the 2d screen mm -hmm. which they do really for what they do they do it well because it goes very smoothly from the 2d to the 3d right but you know for me it's like well why why couldn't you have just put us in that situation like in the dr beef ports where you're standing there watching this stuff go down all around you instead of continuously going to this 2d screen and i i do understand there's development issues with that right i'm sure that that in the files these are video files that played right and and maybe they'd have to reconstruct some of these levels and scenes to do so but but man i mean that would have uh, been worth it in my opinion That's i, I agree i completely and agree the very first one that i encountered and this is not spoiler at all because it's literally the first fucking thing you do in the game is you talk to those dickheads that are sitting in the car, those cops who are talking yeah. shit to you when you're when you're driving around, and you walk up to the to the window, and it's like, and it puts you into a cutscene for two seconds while he turns and says, "You forget your makeup," you know, and it's like, then it puts me back in the scene and again. It's like you couldn't have turned that avatar's head towards me to say and and injected <laughs> that. Like, why did you have to put a cutscene there? You know, do you do you share the sentiment, Z? Uh, you know, I, I do, I, I agree, you know, I'll agree with you on that one. There, there was a few times, um, I, I think the, to the 2d screen on the story, I think, I think that should say, or like, like was okay for staying because like, uh, like Skiba was saying, it, it'll be, it would have been a lot to fully recreate the scenes. Would it have been worth it? Yes. It may have taken a long time, but I mean, like jumping down, um, kicking a ladder jumping right. through a window right and like you said talking to that guy all those should have just been the ladder you know leon Bro. kicking a ladder leon jumping down leon busting yeah. the window and 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 you know maybe go to third person for a second and roll your character and then back to the first person but not go to flat screen bust through the window then stand yeah. again like the, that, the ladder that's a little... dude i'm so glad you said ladder because i wasn't even thinking about the ladders <laughs> but like how hard would it have been to just have a button press and <laughs> Just watch that fucker fall over right in front of you. Yeah. You know, like yeah. why like that's I mean, I feel like they could have done that. You know? Maybe yeah. I maybe I'm naive or stupid or what's the word? Ignorant? I might be Yeah, ignorant. and it's easy for us to sit on this side of the table not developing this game and say, totally. Why didn't you do this? Totally. Right. And I because I get it. I get that the that these scenes are video files sitting you know that that are that are that are uh, started when you do a certain action in the game. It's just so like they, especially within the first hour to two hours of this game, you're constantly pulled out into that two D screen so much that my first hour and a half of this game, I didn't like it that much. 
And it wasn't until I got past that two hour mark where they really stopped bringing you out of the immersion as much as they do in the beginning mm -hmm. that I really, really started to fall in love with this game because the game itself, Resident Evil 4, is so friggin' good, yeah. right? It's really hard not to enjoy this game. And, and what you do see is crystal clear, beautiful, no aliasing anywhere, right? It is just, it's gorgeous, but the, like, it's just all those 2D cutscenes. So you know, I've a got lot a, of weird couple, choices. a couple of other thoughts that I really want to share about it. And one of them is that in those moments when there are a lot of fucking zombies, it's really fun and yeah. really intense yeah. and really exciting. Oh, yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, yes. I, I have a couple of really memorable moments. When one time I was getting chased, went into a building, turned the corner, wait a second. They fucking blasted the door open. And I shit my pants, dude. Like, it was so intense. <laughs> so getting chased by a lot of zombies yeah. is really immersive. It's yeah. really intense. I'm like pushing through them and shit. It's awesome. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. But when I'm fighting one zombie, like there's like huge glaring issues to me. You know, like I'm like sitting here like waiting for their animations after I hit them with the bullet yeah. all the time. You know, like I pop one. Oh. My nose, my Bruh. nose. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. the, it's like okay, I should have picked easy. Like if all you were gonna do is make me shoot this zombie like six times instead of three times, what the what the fuck is the point? Like at this point, it's like I feel yeah. like I'm just like and this, stuck in a loop. And this know? is where that 2005 game totally. comes through. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. But when you when you put it into VR, there's moments where it like. It's immersion breaking for me because it's so like repetitive and simple and i'm like okay mm -hmm. like i get it he's making the same sound same animation like if you're fighting multiple of them they all kind of blend together so you yeah. don't really notice that as much but when it's just one it's actually kind of boring to kill just one zombie yeah um the other thing that i kind of struggled with a lot is the um the reload mechanic like i would go to pick up an item as it, as it raised near me and I would grab a fucking magazine all the time, away. all the time. And it's a constant empties battle. Empties your gun, yes, automatically. Yep. And then I can't just put that back; like it just empties the gun. And now I've got a fucking wasted clip right here. And I did it a million times. Yep. And that yep. is like that was so, pretty frustrating. So they put these lines around the front of you, where if you reach anywhere on this line, you'll grab the gun. Anywhere in this line, you'll you'll grab a magazine for the gun that you're holding. But they take up ninety percent of your space. But there's stuff all over the place to pick up. So you're constantly going to grab things and grabbing the clip, and which empties your gun. It and then empties you throw, it. It's and then you go to then you go to fight someone. You bust you know zombies bust through the door and you're shooting. All of a sudden, you, there's no clip in the gun. Yeah. You had reloaded, but you went to pick something up and it's you all up and now this is a constant battle i've had throughout this entire game so far mm -hmm. um you know it's not it's not enough to make me not want to play it because it's it really is so good, yeah, good. but it drives me nuts and it is very immersion breaking as well and frustrating did it happen to you z so yeah that's that's where i, w I wanted to happen i i actually out of the whole time i played i never had that happen to me once i, I did have the clip the clip fall out actually press the button mag fault but i tested it over and over and i watched the ammo pouch you slide it in you cock it drop the mag out all the bullets do go back in luckily so even if you just drop it on the ground and luckily you don't lose the bullets oh okay. thank goodness because yeah. i i tried to pop it out and grab the, <laughs> the mag and i was like it's gone why can't yeah. you like grab it and put it back in there it's just gone um but I, I didn't have the issues of, of, of grabbing things in front of me. Maybe it's just because I reached, I always reached so far mm. away from me to quickly grab something. Um, or it kind of like the blue line or orange line that would be on an item would get like more intense. Like 
if your hand got close. So I'm so used to planting my feet. So I'd plant my feet and like reach. And as soon as I saw the line, I would just grab and the item would kind of like come to my hand. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I personally didn't have a lot of problems with that, but I get, you know, it's all dependent. VR is meant to be, you know, virtual reality. Everybody plays their own way in their own virtual world. So it's going to work different for some people, you know, mm, yeah. like areas where you feel like walking to to grab something or pick an item up off the ground. If those hit boxes are out too far from where they need to be, you're going to have that issue. And it, and, it, and it sucks. You know, there should be like maybe an adjustment scale for the tool belt or something like that. Right. So you could, and you maybe could change they, that. And I don't know, maybe uh, I don't think I saw anything like that. And, you know, maybe that's something that they can patch in in the future. But it was definitely a pain point for me. Uh, Same grabbing here. the magazines way too often. Same here. And then my last thing that I wanted to mention about my experience with Resident Evil um, comes down to the sound design, which really felt dated to me yeah. because they're putting these sound effects into three-dimensional space and all the sounds were like kind of um, like uniform. And So it's still stereo sound, <laughs> right? It's not, it's not spatial audio. Well, which it, is, it created a huge problem for me, dude, because... Yeah. I, it was basically nonstop anxiety with chickens flapping around me and um, <laughs> and crows squawking because yeah. the crows sound exactly like something fucking yelling at you yeah. and the chickens sound exactly like footsteps. So like constantly there's like chickens and crows in like every direction and I'm like whipping my head around thinking that there's zombies surrounding me all the time. And yeah. I don't think a chicken flapping its wings behind me should sound exactly like a zombie's footstep behind me either and that was like a big kind of mismatch for me i was like man like i almost went around and just killed everything in the zone because it was like <laughs> way too much noise well right? you should kill the crows because they usually give you gold oh that's good i yes. didn't know that yeah 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 but uh but you know the the chickens kind of go away when you get into the cathedrals and the and the um castles and all that stuff which is really where this game shines once you get into those areas, holy crap, yeah. this game goes to wow. another level, man. It is the, It just becomes completely drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah, I'm only a couple of hours in, um, but I'm excited to keep playing. You know, This is the first yeah. game that I reached into my own pocket for if, in a long time. Because I was like, this is Resident Evil. Like, I have to play this shit. You know, yeah. like, who's not going to play Resident Evil 4? <laughs> yeah. 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 You have to do it. Yeah. yeah. And, and so another interesting thing with Resident Evil 4... Um, is uh, there are there have been let me kill this video here um, there have been some 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 people that are upset because they censored some things in this game mm -hmm. right and uh, so I, I kind of wanted to bring this up and I wanted to talk about it because censorship you know censorship is a thing and I can I, I can understand completely understand both parts yeah um to this to this it's scenario tough, dude. so so let's let's give some context real quick here um so so in the original game uh there's a scene where ashley meets um uh lewis i guess and he looks at her chest and says i see the president's equipped his daughter with ballistics too right there's one thing <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny um the game uh, no longer lets players try to look up Ashley's skirt, also removing the animation where she covers her legs and calls Leon a pervert. Uh, Ashley propositions Leon by asking, uh, so are you, uh, so after you take me back to my place, uh, how about we do some overtime? 
right? And then Leon tells the government agent Ingrid, uh, sometime, uh, somehow I thought you'd, you'd have been older. So these are the things that get taken out of the game. Um, and uh, I am not for censorship. Let me first say that, right? Because this is a slippery slope, right? There's a lot of things in a lot of media out there that are inappropriate for today, right? As people, uh, we evolve over time. As generations of people go by, some of the, the terrible thoughts um, about sexism and racism and all these things die with previous generations. And the newer generations grow up understanding that this stuff was not Mm-hmm. This stuff was not a good thing, it right? Wasn't harmless, right? Right. So, so in a way, it's good to remove a lot of this stuff that kind of shows some of the sexism and and the and the things that that we shouldn't be saying to people and that we just shouldn't be um, condoning this kind of behavior. But the problem is that it's a slippery slope, and once you say okay to censor one thing, it just the avalanche comes in, and then all of a sudden everything's being censored, right? And I'm not for censorship, but but really, what it comes down to is we should be, um, we should be as people, we should be kind of understanding that these were things of the past, and we should be mature enough as people to say, okay, this stuff. This stuff was done a while ago. This is this was the original piece of artwork. Let's not get offended and let's understand that this was a different time, right? Unfortunately, a lot of our society has yet to mature, <laughs> right? And you get a lot of people that bitch about a lot of things and that get offended over everything instead of just understanding that this was a this was a different time. Right. This was a different time when this was created. This is 15. This is wait, 17 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Is that 17 years now? Yeah, yeah 17 years good. ago. OK, so so that I mean, th- that's enough time to go by where some of the people that created this original humor are probably gone or or I don't know there. We, we have we have evolved since then. Mm-hmm. Right. But what are your thoughts, Alex, on some of the censorship garbage? <sighs> Maybe we should hear from Z before I go off on this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's actually it, I'm I'm glad we get to talk about this. Um, I was uh, gamertag started a, a chat um, earlier today on Twitter, and so I was in with uh, gamertag and Nathy and Mateo, uh, and we were all talking about it. And a lot as as Skiva said, we we grow um, as as people, and a lot of things that you know th- those scenes, in my opinion, they they don't take away from the game experience. You know, they don't take away from the true storyline that made resident evil. So great. Like, Oh, you know, Oh no, I can't look up Ashley's skirt. The game's ruined. Like, I, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. you know, in, in yeah. my opinion, I, I, I get that it is in a way censorship. And if, because Oculus and Capcom worked on it together, if Oculus was just like, Hey, you're going to remove this scene or we're not going to give you the funding to continue for this project, I'd be like, hey, that's censorship. But the fact that Oculus, as we found out, people were talking about it today, Oculus talked to Capcom, like, hey, can you remove it? Like, can we talk? Can you remove this part? Because it doesn't fit today's standards, you know, with with sexism as it's, you know, in in that. And Capcom is like, yeah, you know what? This probably not a good idea to keep this in here and it's not something that is really viable to the story of the game um it does seem like resident evil has like a cheeky humor to it so i get how maybe some diehard 
you know, Resident Evil religion fans um, are probably <laughs> like, oh, it needs to be exactly like it. It can't be anything different. And I get how people like that are upset. But me personally, I guess I'm not as a diehard fan. I love Resident Evil, but I'm not as diehard as a fan as the people who are really upset about everything with it. Yeah. I'll start by saying this doesn't upset me. Okay. That's what I'm going to say first. Removing these themes does not upset me. That being said, um, this fuck cancel culture. Okay. Like that is where I'm coming from with this. Like I think cancel culture is extremely toxic and it is not healthy for our artists and creatives in this world. You know, like, I don't know if you guys remember the first time you played Grand Theft Auto 3, but that was like a fucking religious experience for me. Yep. You know, like freedom, like the ability to like express myself in a video game in a way that I was never allowed to before. And you could just go on a fucking murderous rampage and pick up prostitutes and have sex with them for and then they drop their money and then you go kill them and you pick up the money, you know, like that was amazing. And I don't, I, you know, I don't condone that kind of behavior in real life. Certainly, um, you know, like we play Blade and Sorcery, right? We're simulating old arenas, right? Like that does, we don't do that anymore. We're, we're different people now. We yeah. don't, that doesn't, you know, we've grown up and matured as a civilization. We don't kill each other in, in arena combat, but that certainly doesn't mean that art and games that simulate that stuff don't have a right to exist. I totally think they do. You know, so to me, this is a very slippery slope because cancel culture, in my opinion, is like stifling artistic and creative expression. And it's making people afraid to say and do the things that are authentically them, which you don't have to like, you know, like, you know, if people don't like it, they won't pay attention to it. But it, the problem that I have is when people are so concerned about the backlash that they stop being authentic. They stop making the thing that they want to make and they start making the thing that they think everyone else wants them to make. And when you do stuff like censor a cheeky, innocent line about ballistas on her chest, like that's, it's a character in a show. They say crazy shit all the time. You should listen to Cartman on fucking South Park talk. He says the most insane, <laughs> horrific shit in the world, but because everybody likes it, and it's just been, I don't know, accepted for so long. They just get a free pass or something, but it's okay to cancel someone else for saying some shit that you don't fucking like. I don't like that. You know, like that to me is a problem. And I have to be honest, super hot. When I pulled that fucking gun up to my head and I realized I had to pull the trigger, that was one of the most amazing, immersive experiences I have ever had. And of course, I am not into self-harm but I am into art. I am into feeling something and having my emotions stirred in a way that is real and raw and authentic. And if you prevent me from having these visceral experiences, then we're just dumbing our fucking society down and we're dumbing down art and we're dumbing down the passion that fuels a lot of the most beautiful things that we love in this world. So it doesn't make me mad that they remove some fucking stupid lines because Let's say you wrote some fucking song 10 years ago and you're still singing it today and you realize you use the R word or the F word that people used to use in the 90s a lot and now it's not so much accepted and you wanted to rewrite your lyric. That's your fucking prerogative. But if you're doing it because cancel culture exists and because you think it's what other people don't want to hear, that's a fucking problem. And I think that's what happened. I really do. I think that is the 
the the intention behind these kinds of decisions is to prevent getting canceled and offending the sensibilities of all of these people that should be irrelevant to the people who make the art. You know, it's, it's obviously not for them. So I would say don't censor anything. <laughs> you know, I would say stay true, stay authentic, stay visceral, challenge it, you know, like what if all of a sudden comedians are afraid to fucking spit the truth? Like who the fuck is going to be out? Like everyone's trying to crucify Dave Chappelle. Like, dude, this is bad. Like mm -hmm. we can't be doing this shit because mm -hmm. then no one's going to say anything real anymore. And that is not okay. That's what I think. Nicely said, man. Thank you. Nicely said. Yeah. So, you know, for me, if, if it had come down to these lines coming out or the game not coming out, I would say, I'm glad we have the game. But I am never one for censorship. Um, I'm never one for control, for, for um, Big Brother telling us what we can and can't say. And I'm never one for entertaining the people who cry and whine about every single thing uh, that offends them. No. Even though, you know, you know, the, the time has passed and this was this was a you know it was a, a bit of a different time where people didn't get so pissy about everything like this so i don't know uh it is I mean, what it is the the game is still there it's still a complete and it's phenomenal great game. right and you know mm -hmm. and i just want to say like don't get me wrong like i am not for intentionally making someone uncomfortable or intentionally including something that i know is going to hurt someone's feelings just because i fucking feel like it because you know there's a fine line between being an artist and being a dick, you know, actually, I don't know if it's so fine. I think it's pretty clearly, clearly drawn, you know, in fact, I think it all comes down to the intention, right? you you have a character in a video game that makes a fucking off color comment about a girl's chest. People in the real world make off color comments about a girl's chest. And if the guy who makes the fucking game wants to put a line in that, that's his, that's fine. You know, you don't have to like the game, but the cancel culture aspect of it is not okay. So I really hope uh, we don't we don't have huge huge issues with this, which we probably yeah. will. <laughs> and so this question uh, originally um, came from from uh, Dane. Get to the chopper VR, um, who was checking out a comment um, that a content creator by the name of Alpha Omega Sin uh, was bitching about um, them pulling this this out, and he asked us to share our opinion. So that's where this came from. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is this is a really good conversation, yeah, you know, is. because this is this is not exactly a VR conversation, but here is and here's a a real life example of yeah. this kind of you know stuff being applied to the thing that we love, right? VR, you know, and that there are people, diehard Resident Evil fans out there who feel like you know they uh, they like went over the Mona Lisa and like brushed up the the eyebrows a little bit and you know changed this and maybe removed her cleavage you know it's like what the fuck you can't remove the cleavage from the Mona Lisa you know like <laughs> it's messed up man so there's some people who viewed it as a piece of art and now it's been bastardized yep. and you know if, if what i would say to them is you, you can be upset about it if you want you can even be vocally upset about it if you want but at the end of the day like go get the gamecube and play your work of art yeah. so so this game is on has been released on every console pretty much ever created since this game came out right it's had so yeah. many re-releases so many remasters this game has been played by millions and millions of people people that have already heard yeah. these lines um right so it does feel so great get, to be in there it is 
fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I can't I, wait to get I, back in. I, I think I think one other thing with it too, you know, it it, it kind of comes down though to the situation of you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If it was made by a, let's say it was just Capcom and some other independent third party, you know, Oculus had nothing to do with it. Um, it may have been, you know, where they would have released it with the lines in it, and maybe they would have got some backlash, but it wouldn't have been as big. If you have noticed, Oculus, I have never seen more commercials or advertising for a vr game than resident evil they are everywhere all over japan all over your uh or not europe because it's been there but uh, all, all over you know face facebook and youtube i'm just seeing it everywhere and w- with facebook creating it if they would have left all those lines in there they also would have got all the backlash from everybody. Everybody would have been like, oh, like you condone the sexism. You I, condone all this. I bet you or, no or, one would have said anything. That's, been like that's, a what, smaller, I'm, a sm- that's yeah. what I'm wondering. No like, one would have said anything. I, I don't think because because like I was saying, this game has been been redone and remastered so many times right. and no one's ever taken it out ever since. It's and almost like I, you're making a bigger fucking never, deal out of it by right. doing it because now yeah. it's a news headline. Now it's, hey, look at what yeah. they did. Whereas before they just remade the game. Yeah, and no one even noticed. No one would have, they, they would have <laughs> expected it they right. like yeah you remade the game yeah i i, I kind of agree I, with you it might it might have to do with you know like like as you saying before skiva you know the generation's changing i feel like people who are in the virtual reality generation you know what we have now is you know a new generation of people that are here in vr mm-hmm. in this area um you know, it, it kind of falls into the cancel culture area, which is is terrible. It's terrible. I don't condone suppressing any you know creativity from artists. I think I think the thing personally, I think the thing was super hot. That, that was terrible because I remember playing that back when it first launched, and just like Alex said, the emotions from having to do it. Obviously, you know, I also don't condone self harm, but the the emotions from like oh, like to end this, like I have to shoot myself. Mm-hmm. Like this is. Like, wow, like that, that is, it's saying true words as, as you are living through what the story is, what the storyline is, you know, it's, it's fiction. It's not real. You have to know how to blur the lines between reality and fiction. And once you start mixing them together and then getting criticism for mixing those together and backlash, that's where it starts to get a little like. Why, why are we even discussing this? Right. Like I use South Park as, as an example because they actively try to get canceled. In fact, <laughs> a season ago, their hashtag was cancel South Park. And they got they just got picked up for like 20 fucking movies or something like millions and millions and millions billions. of dollars. Billions. And yeah. they don't give a fuck. They say whatever. They'll say something just to see if they can get canceled from it. And they can't. You know, like Mm -hmm. it is insane how people just pick and choose these things. You know, like I have seen you guys have you guys watched Game of Thrones? (laughs) There's some fucking super intense stuff in Game of Thrones. Okay, really intense. Like where when the credits are rolling, I'm like flabbergasted like my floor on the fuck my jaw on the floor like i don't know what to say or do because of the intensity of the scene that i just witnessed you know what i mean how is that okay to be the world's most popular thing but you know some guy saying hey (laughs) nice bazookas in fucking resident evil is a big deal yeah and everyone's all about squid game right now right right? which is like one of the most offensive crazy gory insane things i've ever seen right but 
but it's weird. You're right. The selective, um, the selective offensiveness has to go away, man. All of this has to go away. We, we have to stop censoring things because as consumers, if you don't like something, you don't have to buy it, right? You can vote with your wallet. So you don't have to witness the art or listen to the music or watch the movies that these things show up in, but it doesn't mean that they should be torn apart for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, dude. I mean, like I said, it's all about intention. I, I know, yeah. um, uh, Munkle has just said the same thing in chat. It's like, it really comes down to intention. Like if yeah. you're trying to be a dick, we should cancel you because fuck you. Cause we don't like dicks. But if you know, yeah. you're like pulling up an old photograph that has something in it that you don't like, and then you try to like cancel them or something, like, I don't yeah. know, man, it's, I don't like it. I am not into it. Speaking about things that people don't like. Here's something I don't like. I love your transition. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have these like 90 degree heart. You're like, <laughs> but we got a transition somewhere, know, right? That was... So speaking about things people don't like Facebook, <sighs> Facebook, right? A lot of people don't like Facebook. Me being one of them. I'm very vocal about how I feel about Facebook and their, in their terms of service and the things that they do to people. Um, but they are rebranding. They are changing their name which is a huge deal. Now, I mean, I'm only talking about this because, you know, this they are going they supposedly they're going to be changing their name to something more more VR focused, more meta uh, metaverse focused because they understand that this is the future. VR is the future, AR is the future, um and 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 all of this. So I think it's very interesting because not just that because they have they've all of these whistleblowers are coming out talking about the horrible things that Facebook is ignoring for profits, right? And the things that they're doing and the data they're collecting and all of these things and the money that's involved and how they can, they can absolutely fix these problems, but they don't, right? And now all of a sudden, oh, Facebook is changing its name, which is which is very interesting. Um, I just thought that was... Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't think like Facebook will always be there. Like the, yeah. Facebook, the app, Facebook, right. the social media, that's not going anywhere. Right. We will always see and like the, the name recognition, it would be ridiculously stupid to throw that away. Yeah. So the Facebook app will always exist. The company that owns Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp and all that other bullshit like that in name is going to change. Right. And, you know, it doesn't even who knows what that will be, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I think, too, it's kind of like it's kind of like Google. Um, they're owned by uh, Alphabet. Right, Alphabet is the parent. I think that's what it's called. Is the parent company yep. over um, Google and YouTube and all of these, all of these um, uh, YouTube com or Google companies, right? So I, I feel like it's probably going to be something like that, where they're going to change the umbrella name for all of the little things right. underneath it. But I did think it was very interesting, and and more interesting because it really shows their belief in VR totally. and, and these technologies um, and their commitment to it, yeah. um, you know, and it, it's really hard. I'm so conflicted about Facebook all the time because they're the guys pushing this stuff forward, uh, but with all these unethical practices, you know, are you uh, anti Facebook Z? Um, I, I guess it depends on the situation that you look at. Um, I think if it wasn't for Facebook, if it wasn't for Oculus, if it wasn't for Papa Zuck, um, that <laughs> we would uh, we would definitely be nowhere near where we are in the VR or just in the XR space, v virtual reality, augmented reality. When it comes down to it, the only way we're going to get 
funding, as you could tell back in the beginning days, was through investors. The only way you're going to get research is investors. Billions of dollars doesn't just come out of thin air. You got to have, you know, Joe Blow from over there be like, you know what? Here's $10 million. I believe you can do something. And nobody was willing to invest because they put on a rift or they put on a vibe and they're like, yeah, this is cool, but it's like, ah. I'm going to go throw and up now. Facebook, like <laughs> Facebook came along and they, they did, they, they pushed hard for everything and went ahead and put the Quest 1 out there and sold, all right, put the Quest 2 out there. Now, like Quest 2, the insane amount that it sold, how fast it became the number one headset, how fast, you know, it was, it was like adopted by a lot of people and all these investors, they would see it and be like, wow, like that's, this, this is what we're going to go for. And because of Facebook doing that, we now have this giant swarm of, you know, links. We have this giant swarm of Vario coming in harder. We have Pimax coming in harder. We got, you know, all, all these different companies. So you're saying these being companies able to push in. are in a better position because of what Facebook has done. I, I think all these other companies are actually going to succeed because of Facebook. I think mm-hmm. they would have failed and went under if Facebook wasn't around. That's a good perspective. That's a good, is. good thing to bring to mm-hmm. that. It is. I think that uh, that we would have eventually gotten there without Facebook, but it would have taken another maybe decade, right? And for me, I would rather see humanity be okay and, and not have everyone's data being sold and their souls sucked from them and sold for money um, rather than a quicker road to VR. But I am here for the ride. I am 100% VR, but I'm also 100% the people. Right, I am the ambassador for the people, and I feel like if you know the the best thing you can do is at least just tell people, right? Because because we don't want people buying this three hundred dollar headset not knowing what they're giving up. If if people are okay with what they're giving up, that's fine. Teach their own. I don't care. But I feel like everyone has to know, and I think eventually we would have got there anyway, and we wouldn't have had to rape the public to get there. So, well, I guess we'll see. I mean, dude, you know, that's what it is. (laughs) Like the older I get, which isn't super old, I'm 34, I'm 34. The older I get though, especially like these past 10 years, man, like I'm like, I see that my time is limited, you know, like I'm not going to be here forever and we don't have like infinite decades (laughs) right like i mean i don't know maybe death is an illusion and we can we can talk about that on another episode but like from from where death is an illusion from where i'm sitting right now Mm -hmm. it feels like my time is limited and it would definitely be cool to see some huge jumps like oh for sure big jumps for sure i i I don't want to step on anyone getting there though do you know what i mean i don't want to say that this is more important than than the people yeah, right? right and there and what makes them them but what if that's like temporary you know what if that's like oh yeah like you know we harvest you, you data can't, for a few years but you don't temporarily have data once data is collected it is there yeah. forever forever and ever if if all of their servers blew up tomorrow there's still backups there's still copies of the stuff all over the place this stuff's being sold on the dark web all over the place mm-hmm. this they have been compromised they don't take their security nearly as serious as they should um and you carmack know says they do you trust carmack uh carmack i don't trust carmack because i think he has been skewed He's been he's, he's he has been tainted We've so in my them. i i respect the man and his genius but I think um, you I, think this Zuck has I, sunk his, his I, fucking I talons into him. I do. 
He's lost the vision. He, he doesn't see Carmack it anymore. And Anakin. Yeah, <laughs> dude, are you? Is that seriously it? Is is Carmack gonna be Darth Vader? Like like manipulated no. by the darkness of no, the force? No, I think I think he would be the guy that came back and 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 eventually went back to the light side once he saw the implications Darth Vader. of what happened. Yeah, Darth Vader. Spoilers if you've never seen Star Wars, folks. <laughs> he didn't come back to the light side till he was dying. Yeah, that but he, last uh, second. You know? <laughs> yeah. His last redeeming action. Yeah. Right? True. Yeah. True. Save us, Carmack. Oh, yeah. We'll see, man. I mean, you know, I'm glad that VR is moving in the pace that it is, but I would not, you know, I wouldn't look at my kid and say, um, what makes you you is less important than me having some cool games play. We need so. to get some of these new headsets on our fucking faces. Yeah, we do. That is like our yeah, top we priority, do. bro. Like, yep. we need to try some of this new shit and see yeah. what these other fuckers are seeing. I, I really, I really want to try this new, the new Vario, well, the new Vario yeah, headset. Of I course, mean, who doesn't? Two thousand dollar headset right? that no one has. It sounds fantastic. So, so this being a two thousand dollar headset, I think it is, it is important to say that yes, this is the clearest headset supposedly that any of us will have, would have access to. At this day, if you had two grand to drop on this headset, um, this would be probably the most beautiful experience you would ever have. It is a little weird that it's $2,000. It doesn't have any headphones, doesn't have a microphone, doesn't have a built-in no microphone. Mic is... is the only <laughs> headset I've ever seen, ever, with no microphone. It's kind of weird, right? That's so, okay. If the microphone was going to be as good as, or as amazing as the HTC Vive microphones, <laughs> they could just leave it out. Right, right? but I mean, look okay. at the Valve Index microphone, right? I mean, those guys nailed it, and I can't imagine those mics are a bank breaker. I mean, I would rather pay an extra hundred dollars. You're already spending two grand. Make it twenty one hundred dollars and put a microphone in the right. thing, right? Because you need a mic. You're gonna make you everybody go and get a fucking mod mic or something. Yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Another failure point, right? So, so it's a little weird to me that the things that they left out of this headset. But that being said, um, this. It is important. It is important that we have headsets like this. And it's important because other companies are able to look at how this stuff works. This kind of trickles to everything as it gets stirred into the pot, right? Other companies get inspired by this stuff. They figure out how it works. They figure out how to cost save on these things. These guys already have the ball rolling with ordering supplies. The more things are created, the cheaper things get, right? So all of this stuff eventually comes down the pipeline and ends up in the cheaper products that, that, that we can all afford. Right. So this is a very good thing. This is an important thing. And I cannot wait to get my hands on this. Thing Are we, do you think they'll be at CES? I hope so, man. So they're, they're from Finland, I believe. Um, and it is still a little weird with COVID. Dude, we should fucking hit them countries. up and be like, yo, you got to get to Vegas. Although it's probably too late by now. Right. It's pretty close. Oh, yeah. We got to get it. Let's all just uh, CES. Come on. I'll, let's all try it out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, so actually uh, Z storm is actually going to be at CES this year as well as Ooh, us. Dude, we're going to have a So yeah, we're going to, we're going to have a damn good time. Um, so if you guys are going to be at CES, if anyone's going to be there, ping us, let us know. Uh, Cause we'd love to hang out with you. Uh, dude, but you know Stoked what? To meet you guys. It's going to be yeah. really awesome, Heck but yeah. B is going to be there and I'm going to oh. be like kind of busy for like a good portion of this shit. Are they going to be there? Yeah. And they uh, have like meetings and okay. stuff. So I think okay. CES is three days. Yep. And I think they're going to be expecting me to hold down the booth for two. 
Uh, like the first two because okay. that's when it's like yeah. crazy so they can go uh -huh. have meetings and i can be like doing demos or whatever and then that third day is going to be like the between realities day where we like cool we should we should probably have stuff scheduled for like everyone mm -hmm. on that whatever that day is sunday or whatever because then it'll be more chill and we can go around like mm -hmm. do a bunch of interviews knock it all out and then we'll have a bunch of sweet videos to post to the channel sweet yeah. sounds good to me man i just want to try all the stuff I'm uh, looking forward huge. to putting headsets on my face again. I'm looking forward to seeing faces in front of me. Like, yes. Geez, this is going to be really faces. cool. Uh, another amazing thing that you guys may not know about, you may not have seen it. Um, we all know Hasco, right? You guys know Hasco. Yeah. Um, Hasco. She is organizing a Population One meetup on the last day of CES in Vegas, and there are over 120 people from Population One meeting up. No way. In wow. Vegas. Oh, that's so, so cool. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll they're, be there. they're like all yeah. these, all these faces from Population One are all meeting nice. up as well. There, so. we'll be there, Brad. Yep. What do you mean? You hope you can go to CES? What the fuck do you got going <laughs> on, man? Let's, there's nowhere else to be. For Vegas, someone January. so obsessed with with hardware, don't you want to go there and touch it? He's going. <laughs> He's going. We'll I'm see going you to there, bro. We'll, we'll see you there, <laughs> and I'm gonna scoop you up like a big brother and give you a big old yep. bear hug. Yeah, yeah. You it. might not want to go because we're gonna we're gonna give you all the hugs. <laughs> you know uh, that might be uncomfortable, but it's happening. So yeah. if you see us, either run or embrace it. Mask up because I'm gonna come and kiss you right <laughs> on the lips. Um. So what was like? Oh, I want to talk about one more thing. Yes. Um. Getting out of hardware here. Everybody yes. come to Vegas next uh, in January. Um, unplugged. Oh, the game, yes. Right. Oh, man. Forgot all about unplugged. So we actually have some keys. Yes. So um, if you yes. are in the chat yes. and you think that it would be dope to get a, a code for unplugged, the new Vertigo Games air guitar hand tracking uh, game exclusively available on the Oculus Quest, then put um put like some like devil horns like the rock and roll devil horns in the chat all right just drop that in there if you think that you would like to get a code well we'll see how many pop up and then maybe we'll drop some codes in there yep so z tell us about your experiences with unplugged um so i didn't get a chance to play it a lot for i played it i played it for about 10 minutes um i've played other hand tracking games um like physics uh hand physics and the the facebook hand tracking game and uh was it t for god that's also is that hand tracking they is, do have hand tracking that? now i've never tried oh, it really? with hand tracking. Okay. yeah wow yeah okay yeah. so I did, I did that all, all with those app lab games and they're all like kind of like it's like okay um i don't know what they did with unplugged uh i don't know how they took advantage of the cameras i see a few reviews saying that the hand tracking was bad for it but otherwise like other than that I've never experienced a better hand tracking game in my life. It like it knew right where my fingers was. It knew exactly how I strummed. Just like even even with my hands occluded a little bit, like down, I had that set tipped a little bit. But like having like three fingers and then just barely like lifting up a finger in between that, like it just moved your finger perfectly to lift it up to strum, so I could get it. I could hit it perfectly every time. Uh, I I didn't have any issues with it. The um song selection is really good there you can choose and customize all your different guitars um i thought it was i thought it was a lot of fun it literally just felt like guitar hero without a guitar in vr nice, Heck yeah nicely said man i i agree there this is guitar hero in vr without the plastic guitar right this is like something i have personally thought about quite a bit right because i'm i'm kind of that oh, yeah. guy that that i'm listening to something and i'm like 
you know, <laughs> kind of going at it and pretending that I'm playing. And then this kind of scratches that itch. And I don't know what wizardry that these guys came up with, but they have improved the stability of the hand tracking and they have made it work better than anything I have ever seen um, on the quest. Now, I will tell you guys, go and clean, get a microfiber cloth and clean the cameras on your quest because after so much time of taking them taking your headset off and putting it on and grabbing the cameras and you get smudges on the on the camera that has to be able to see your hands clearly right and that can make a huge difference but god damn this game does such a good job with the hand tracking it feels really good the music is on point i think it's absolutely uh, a win i think i think they nailed it they well, absolutely I, nailed it. I think there's definitely some peeps in here who want to try it because the devil horns <laughs> are up in there. So Skiva's going to drop a code Boom. or two. There so we go. Get your, get your copy paste ready, folks. Grab it. In. Just um, in case they don't know, it does only work, obviously, for Quest with hand tracking because it's only yes. a hand tracking game. Yes, and it is It is also coming to Index uh, with the finger tracking oh, cool. on there as well. And I hope I didn't break any NDAs for work saying that uh, I, I don't know if that's supposed to be out there but it is coming to index well there it is there it is if if I, if just don't cru- just just take the information and shut the fuck up about it right, right. don't need to get this guy in trouble <laughs> so no, you didn't you did you didn't break it you didn't break it because no they never said anything about it but on one of their pictures a while ago they put in the bottom corner steam they put like steam vr oh nice there so, we go so so they put go. Steam VR in there. So they never talked about it, but I was like, how are they going to put it in Steam VR? So yep. awesome. The first person besides Neos to take advantage of the index cameras. Right. The index Holy controllers. Cow. Yeah. 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 I Although agree, man. It's kind of a big yeah, deal. And like it'll be That's... interesting because I feel like the hand tracking works better on the Quest than the finger tracking on the index controllers. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, if people can calibrate their controllers well enough to get this to work properly when it does hit the index. So first thing I'm going to say is that I think the trailer is really cool. It looks like it's live enabled in the trailer, right? Like the controller's like there yeah. in front of her and shit. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, I I want to, I would just want to bring attention to that. I think the trailer looks really good. Um, I didn't love this. Can I be honest about it? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't love this. Um, I actually, I play guitar you know like i know what it's like to play an instrument and that's one of the things that i think makes me love beat saber so much you know like yeah beat saber is immersive especially when you're someone who loves to connect with music like a musician like there's the haptics in the controller you feel it you're jamming like you're on it like i'm grooving and beat saber really takes form when i'm able to let go and just start flowing and every single time i tried to do that and unplugged it like it all, well let me ask you this though loop. to be fair did you have the same issues with guitar hero and rock band i can tear it up guitar hero and really rock band. because i so i was a guitar player and i had a really hard time adapting to those games at first and i had to let go of everything that i knew and um to really be able to get into those games properly i and that's you know i'm glad you said that but no, that's not the case here. I love rhythm games. You know, I'm a musician, and I'm a gamer, and when you put mm-hmm. both of them together, I'm like, sweet, this is awesome. I'm usually pretty good at rhythm games and stuff like that. Um, I it, I didn't think it was um, – I thought the hand tracking was okay. You know, like it feels pretty good. Like I've never actually played with the hand tracking for that long. It's always mm-hmm. just been like, oh, look, here it is, cool. I did a little um, – 
uh, Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets with hand tracking, oh, yeah. yep. which is a good game for it, but I still preferred it with the controllers because A, it's more accurate, and B, you get the haptics in the controllers, which really connect you to the virtual environment. Without mm-hmm. it, you're just swimming around in nothing, you know? Yeah. Um, so it just to me, it just did not feel good. And maybe that's because I do know what it's like to hold a guitar and play it. Um, but I love Guitar Hero, so eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I was, like, trying to, like, the thing about guitar is when you're holding a chord, you're able to brace on the neck board to right. pull your fingers up. And in this, it's asking you to, like, lift your pinky without anything to, like, sure. stabilize it. So your hand is, like, floating, and you're, like, trying to lift your fingers, but there's nothing to kind of push off of to give you a little bit of like oomph and I feel mm-hmm. like my hand is just like I don't know like not really interacting with anything you know and have you tried it with a guitar with what so so a lot of people are grabbing an actual guitar and um <laughs> oh, really yeah no and, yeah, yeah. and the reason why is because the actions on the guitar in my opinion are less accurate than they are in like Guitar Hero. Like when I'm playing Guitar Hero, I feel more like it's a guitar than I do with Unplugged, where I'm just like, <laughs> you know, like here it's like there's buttons, I'm connecting with it, like I feel like something's happening. And, um, you know, as soon as I was like, oh, I got it, here it is, and I'm starting to feel good, and then like the song starts jamming and I want to like loosen up a little bit. It's like, nope, you don't, you can't loosen up. It's the hand track, the cameras. It's like, nope, I have to like stay really rigid and really clean in order to hit the notes. And uh, it just missed the mark a little bit for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean. Well, it's good. It's good to have a, a good rounded opinion about all of these things, right? Because a lot of people are going to try this and probably have the same uh, impression that you had, right? Because yeah. this is a new technology. Hand tracking is by far not as, uh, as as concentrated on as the controller interactions and things like that, right? So this is this is new, and a lot of people the the hand tracking itself also has a lot to do with your environment, and your lighting, and like I said, how clean your lenses are, mm-hmm. um, all of this stuff. So I feel like this is a good uh, a great opinion uh, to kind of yeah round cool. off. You know, it's cool, here. and there are yeah. like I, I do will say like the character who you interact with in the story, like your tutor, like your teacher yeah, so or whatever. Yeah, so he's the guitar player for Steel, Steel Panther. That was fun. He, like, he was funny. He's as, funny. He it was, was engaging. So like yeah. the menus are good. The music is fantastic. It looks and feels pretty damn cool when you first get the guitar in your hand. It's mm-hmm. just the actual gameplay for me was not, like I was not close to addicting. Like I yeah. did not, I wasn't like, oh yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. So Fuck let yeah. us let us know in the comments if you're watching this video after, or if you've played this right now. Let us know what you think in the in the live chat. Uh, put it in the comments. I I want to. I'd love to hear uh, the reactions to this yeah. game because I hope it people really love is. It. Yeah. Oh, I mean, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Tenacious D, dude. Like I fucking oh, I know, love right? Tenacious yes. D. Like yes. that was so sick. I, I I enjoyed it, and then I'm like, yes, and I'm like. As soon as I wanted to start feeling good, I had to put the brakes on it, you know? And, like, that's the same for easy and hard because in games like Guitar Hero and even in Beat Saber and stuff, it's harder for me on easier difficulties. Like, I need the notes to be better represented. Yeah. Like, if you're if he's hitting it ten times, I want to hit it ten times. Yep. I don't want you giving yep. it to me in, like, half time, you know what I mean? Like, I need it to be accurate. 
and I played it on easy and hard, and the whole time I'm like, mm, yeah. and this this goes a lot to to to, um, to the things that you talk about with haptics all the time because haptics are very important. So even with things with like Guitar Hero, it's so important to have that feeling of touching the neck of the guitar and pushing the buttons and having this sensation on your hands, right? This something to push against, right? This is supposed to be air guitar, yeah. So that is kind of cut out of it, right? But but either way. Um, I had a blast with this game. I don't know if this is a game that I'll go in all the time and play. I feel like though I guitar heroed myself out to death, <laughs> like in the in the two thousands. You know, uh, through that whole decade, I played a lot of Guitar Hero, and I played. You know, I, I everything was expert, and I just crushed all of those games. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I, I I just don't know how much more that I can continue to play these games. But I I did really enjoy them. I do enjoy this. But uh, I would still rather shoot stuff. To me, it's this is novelty. I think this is a really fun thing to like put your nephew into or some mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? Like, woo! Like you have a little bit of fun with it, <laughs> and then you move on. You know, like this isn't something that I could like sit there and like try to get a better score on. Like, oh yeah, like no, but I, mm. I almost got that one. Like, um, it's not there. Beat yeah. Saber, um, you know, that's my my jam, dude. That's Beat cool. Saber's the shit. I fucking yeah. love it. Yeah, I uh, really cool. If oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm saying it'd be really cool if they could add, you know, more peripherals to VR situations. Like when the, when Guitar Hero came out, you know, a guitar, it may have been what, 50 to a hundred dollars for a guitar for Guitar Hero, but everybody was super stoked about it. It worked so good. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe that was just because it was for, you know, super popular consoles, PS2, PS3, everything like that. But it would have been cool to have a game, you know, like, like guitar here with a peripheral where you still have your VR headset on. So, but you so they do. So did, guitar. did you know that, uh, that rock band, uh, came to VR officially? Uh, so it was in oh, the, yeah, yeah, it was right. in the rift days. And, uh, see, storm keeps freezing here. Oh, there you are. You're back. But it was in the rift days and they made this, this, this plastic peripheral that, that went stuck on the controller. And then your, your rift touch controller uh, kind of slid on the top and it felt amazing to have that guitar hero guitar inside of the game. Um, but the game just wasn't well received and a lot of people never, never knew about it. They still don't to this day. And finding that little plastic piece is very difficult. It's one of those things where if you have that one little thing, it can prevent a game from really taking off. Um, but it did feel good to be up there on stage jamming out. And it's one of the things that I did like about uh about unplugged as well so so yeah yeah. (laughs) it was cool you know i just don't see myself going back to it which makes me sad you know because i would love a reason to use a cool hand tracked game yeah and it was fun until it wasn't (laughs) 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 and i I hope we need ddr next (laughs) i hope i hope that um you know if the developers hear reviews like the one i just gave that they don't get discouraged because I think that what is happening there is fucking awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love music. I love rhythm games. I love hand tracking. I love VR. I love all of it. And it's amazing to see that come together. And like Z said, the fucking soundtrack is insane. Like, really, really famous and popular songs, which appeals to a wide range of, of folks, you know? Like, anyone can find something that they like in there, which in v, in rhythm games, especially VR games, is kind of hard to come by. Even, yeah. you know, it took Beat Saber years to start getting stuff that, yeah. like, branched out of yeah. the EDM. And Synth Riders. Synth Riders has been crushing it with that, too. Yeah. They have they have put out some amazing experiences, like, that have really melted my brain. we so got to do some, some mixed reality Synth Riders soon, bro. We definitely, I do that definitely should. 
because that muse pack is killer there are so many like that like so i so i went in and i really played with this a lot more and dove a little bit deeper into synth writers uh than i normally would and um and i really really enjoyed it a lot more than than i originally did with a lot of these song the song packs um and they have these things called experiences and there's like a, a special um there's like a special icon next to the experiences right i'm trying to find the synth writers trader here but uh, of course, I can't find one. But either way, um, these experiences are so much different than the actual thing where you're just traveling down the little, you know, uh, futuristic looking hallway thing. But they really throw some killer, killer visuals and really tell a story um, along with the song that you're playing. And they've re- like it's 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 amazing. It's Music so good. It's so, so good. fucking powerful. Bro. It really is. Like. I, dude, if you want me to cry, all you have to do is pair your scene with the right song. Like, if you are hitting me with some seriously emotional shit, the music is what's going to put me over the edge, not the yeah. scene. Like, if, yeah. if there's no music, I could be, like, stone-faced. But if you put, like, a really fucking heart-wrenching song in there, man, I will come unglued. Well, some of these experiences will really, they really tell a, a beautiful story with these absolutely immaculate visuals uh when you're when you're playing and it's really hooked me on synth riders and kind of made it a, a staple in my uh in my exercise routine um i love it nice. i absolutely love it i think it's great hey so, dark angel it. and and hey fatal error and hey mateo thanks for dropping in we're probably going to be wrapping this thing up here pretty soon yep yeah this, this one has like flown by i feel oh, like this, was, this I one went so i know we should fast. wrap it up because it, it is past time Oh, but, I wish well, we could. I wish we could do like three-hour shows. Let's let's great. just bounce. <laughs> let's just bounce the ball in, into Z's court one more time. You know, Z, is there anything that's kind of been top of mind lately for you? Something that is important in the VR space that you feel like isn't getting enough attention? Something that's been unsaid so far in our conversation today? Um, no pressure. Honestly, just uh, really just the 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 push and the rate. At- I guess, I guess one one big thing for me that I'm waiting to, you know, we, we have virtual reality right now. Everybody's slowly progressing with that. One technology that we don't have available to consumers yet that I'm personally, I mean, we kind of do, but not in, you know, at least North America or where we are, um, is, is augmented reality. I'm insanely excited for the future of a lot of the augmented reality mixed in with the virtual reality. I know we have like the links coming up, but I'm really excited to see how that changes just day-to-day life. Like I think that that augmented reality will drive a lot of stuff for investments for virtual reality. And as soon as that all intertwines together, that everything's just going to blow up. And so I'm just kind of sitting back on the sidelines with everybody else waiting for that to happen and really hoping for the push on that um yeah i really i really think that that's that's the the next thing that i'm looking forward to or that i think is underlooked there's so many people who are just like ah augmented reality like pfft, like mm-hmm. that's like that's nothing when yeah, it's really everything yeah. people don't um, i a lot of people can't really grasp what ar is going to do for humanity what it's going to do for work what it's going to do for training and and a lot of the different jobs out there what it's going to do for trade what it's going to do for a lot of things man everyday stuff like going in a grocery store you want something specific you know there's going to be just you know little arrows pointing down to show you exactly where that product is that that you're looking for it's going to really change a lot of things that that people don't 
don't get. I think we're going to see the death of the of the screen industry as we know it with TVs and monitors. People won't have these physical screens when they can just put screens wherever they want and right. have them stay there persistently all the time and, and augmented reality and resize on the fly and pin it to your vision. And there's, I mean, we're really in for a time um, in the future that is just going to be magical. And you're going to love CES, bro, because it's going to be an opportunity to really get a good look at a lot of products that we you know we don't see as consumers all the time. Like a lot of that stuff is business focus and business aspect oriented mm -hmm. and all that bullshit. So we'll go up in there and you'll see some amazing shit, you know, like you're going to love it, dude. We're going to have a great time. Yep. So excited to experience all that. <laughs> yeah. So on the monitor below me right there is a bunch of links for Z storms, Twitch, his YouTube and his Facebook and his Twitter. Uh, and in the comments are all of his, I mean, not the comments in the description are all of his links. So if you could please support our wonderful guests, that would be absolutely awesome and if you could subscribe to our channel we really want to grow this uh we're like a couple hundred away from hitting 2000 that'd be great if we could get yeah. uh yeah if we could get some more subs that'd be killer let's grow this audience yeah let's for do the, it for the good of virtual reality z storm gaming you are a super hard working and creative vr streamer and uh, the vr community is lucky to have you Thank you for pushing the limits. Thank you for, uh, you know, really trying to bring the engagement on your streams to the next level. And uh, we're big fans and we hope that you continue to do that. So thank you so much, man. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, my dudes. Oh, man, that's Beautiful. Fucking... Dude, what did I say about the song, dude? You're going to try to get me to cry right now or what? I'm going to do it. Makes I'm going to do it. Making me emotional, it. man. The Super Nintendo controller makes everybody cry. Dude, it just it taps into something real. All right. <laughs> say goodbye to Z Storm Gaming, everyone. Thank you again for joining us, sir. And with that, poof, he's gone, never to be heard from again. Baba Z. Completely ejected. Yeah, so what a great guest, man. That was super, super fun. Um, I am I am such a big fan of Z. Um, he's just a great dude. He's a great dude, and I love to see good people succeed. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love to see all the people who show up and chat for us every week, man. Like, it Absolutely. is so great. You know, we love doing this show. It's so much fun. And to see everyone come and join us and take part in the conversation and to drop cash for super chats and stuff, like, it, it's oh, fantastic. Like, it means the thank world to so us. Much. So thank you so much for being a part of Between Realities. Um, what are we going to do next week? Ah, we just got a fatal error. Subscribe. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate oh, that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, so next week we have a special episode where we are bringing in the Virginia philosophy reality lab, right? We're bringing in some guys that do some serious shit with VR that uh, are, are, we're going to, we're going to get back to the roots of philosophy here in between reality. And I couldn't be more excited about it. Nice. Yep. As, as you guys know, you know, we started this show kind of based on the idea that virtual reality is scratching a, on the, scratching away at the surface of something much greater than we're currently using it we see it as something very transform transformative and maybe something that is um kind of like alluding to a crazy new future uh and philosophy talking about the nature of reality what is and isn't and we're going to have some college educated motherfuckers up in here talking to us about why philosophy and VR belong in the same conversation. And it's also yeah. important to note too, that you may remember we did an Oculus quest Two giveaway some months ago. 
And we they did. were, we the Virginia philosophy labs were actually the ones who have provided, had provided that yeah. for us to do they that. They give us way. two headsets to give away. Um, they love our show and we love them. So we can't wait to have them on here it's and gonna talk be really about cool. some good stuff. Yeah, It's going to be really cool. So we're going to be getting fucking real on this episode next week, which will, of course, I shouldn't say of course, but it will be a recorded episode as we oh, uh, that's right. we're Back only to, able yes. yeah, we were only able to get them for a certain time. Um, so we're yeah. not going to be live next week. We'll be in the chat with you um, watching the premiere with Virginia Philosophy Labs. I think that's it. I think so. It's come to that time it really where has we been. must say goodbye. You guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, we're looking forward to doing another episode of the Tune Realities VR podcast next week, and have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time. See you later. Bye-bye.